Well, well, well. Welcome to your favorite Thursday podcast. I'm Nick Mitchell. I'm Scott Tedford Barnes. <laughs> and you are listening to <laughs> Legends of Sports Ball, an educational celebration of useless chalk knowledge. Thank you for joining us. We have a very special episode for you today, don't we, Scotty? Super excited about it. Very Nas- special. It's National Cook for Your Pets Day. Okay. So, what does that constitute? How do you make kibble? I don't know. I think that's there's like an air fryer setting. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so you put the you put the wet food in the air fryer. Okay, I got it. Dehydrate right. the shit out of it. Yeah, you just put it on shake setting. Put okay. dirt in it. Yeah. Um, we'll do our scoreboard stumper. We will do our flex seal. We have five jabronis this week. We also have two on this date in jabroni histories, mm-hmm. plural. Uh, we have our Hall of Fame inductee, Vontez Perfect. Uh, we'll get the stumper answer. We will go to church. We have a shampoo, and we'll send you on your merry little way. So without further ado... Hit me, baby, one more time with that scoreboard stumper, Scotty. All right. Hashtag free Britney. <laughs> All right. Hashtag crosstown shootout. All right. Ooh. Every year, UC and Xavier, both their men and women's squads, play each other on, in basketball. Um, there was an incident, a bench-clearing brawl at a game uh, that occurred. And then because because of that, the game couldn't be held at either school's location. It was held at a neutral site. And it was wasn't called the shootout. It was called like the showdown or the crosstown yeah, cross classic. Showdown. Yeah, cl- classic or whatever. I wanna know what year that took place, that crazy bench clearing brawl. Was it two thousand nine, two thousand eleven, or two thousand thirteen? This is in the spirit of Jabroni History Month. Yes. Um, give me the years again. 09, 2011, or 2013. I'm going to go 9. Go right. 09. To set the backdrop, Xavier was ranked 8th in the country at, during that game. It was crazy. All right, so we'll get the stumper answer later. <clears throat> uh, moving on to Flex Seal of the Week. The super strong waterproof tape. That can instantly patch, bond, seal, and repair. Each week, we recognize a franchise transaction that in no way fills the needs of the organization. This week's Flex Seal of the Week is Odell Beckham Jr. Yeah. Signed by the Rams. Immediately dressed and played on Monday against the Niners, and they just they got blasted, man. <laughs> they got blasted all over the field. They definitely get, they got blasted on every aspect of that game. Um, an ass blasting. So I think it's fun to point out that last week OBJ was a jabroni. This week he's a flex seal. So what do you like? I wonder if anyone's ever hit for the cycle <laughs> on our show. I, I think the only thing he could do he could do next is like. Totally, totally mess up and end up in T's and P's. I was gonna say, or has he ever has he ever been a shampoo? I don't no. think he has. <laughs> I think his only shampoo was the catch that yeah. he made when he was with the Giants. Yeah, it's been all downhill from there. Yeah, I can't believe someone took a bet on him after him saying that shit last week. Yeah, so 
Yeah. <laughs> moving on. Jabroni. Moving on to notable jabronis. First notable jabroni is Dalvin Cook. Yeah. Uh, Wednesday, last Wednesday, evidence of domestic abuse. In the morning, there were text messages, and then before I could even get lunch, there was video yeah. footage. So it's not looking good for him. And it's also poor timing because I'm pretty sure hit you know it was just Veterans Day and I'm pretty sure his girlfriend is military. Yeah, uh, it's messed up. Um, I can't believe they let him play this last weekend. I mean, if if the, I'm sorry, if those kind of allegations are against you, you should just be like, okay, yeah, you're not playing this week. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. All right, well, we're done with you, Dalvin Cook. Uh, moving on to Marvin Bagley, refusing to play. Yeah, Marvin Bagley uh, for, plays for the Sacramento Kings. He was a former number two overall pick. Um, Bagley still has $11 million due to him this year, but the Kings have made it clear that they're not moving forward with him like as a part of the, the program. Yes, he's on the team, but is he part of like the program they're actually like working at? I don't think so. Um, <laughs> and and th- what makes it worse is the Kings did not trade him all of last season and they tried to all year. But recently he was called into a game after complaining about playing time and re- then refused. He refused to get in the game. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> His career seems to be over. Yeah. Well, I mean... Hopefully he can get to a different team. Like so, he seriously needs out of there bad. So yeah. Right. Well, we're done with you, Marvin Bagley. <laughs> we done with you. Uh, next up, uh, former NFL player Pac-Man Jones. Yeah, was just sentenced to jail time um, due to a um, he was assaulting a security guard at some yeah. kind of bar or nightclub. Yeah, and over the Rhine here in Cincinnati. Um, yeah, he's back at it again, man. <laughs> he just retired, what, 2019? Yeah. Yeah, so Pac-Man back at it. First jabroni I've ever ha- I've ever done shots with. Yeah. I've done shots with wow. Pac-Man. Wow. So that's like, uh, that's jabroni history in itself. Yeah. Just... Yeah. Just jabbernizing someone I've had a drink with. <laughs> um, all right, but we're done with you. Yeah, we definitely done Pac-Man. with you. All right. Um, I thought we were done with you. <laughs> <laughs> so we thought. Uh, Corey Benjamin's daughter. Yeah. Okay, Corey Benjamin, who spent a brief amount of time in the NBA on the Chicago Bulls, he's got to get his daughter in line. Uh, She's 15 years old. She has anger management issues. (laughs) Yeah. So it came out that she, like, that someone had video of her, like, straight sucker punching another girl at a basketball game. And they were like, oh, yeah, well, that's not even the other one. And then they showed another one, and she sucker punches one girl, and then one. And another girl tries to stop her, and she's like, "Oh no! Oh hell no!" And chases her down. <laughs> a menace. To yeah, society. like she like the first one. She just clotheslines clotheslines the girl <laughs> so bad. Oh my god, she's fifteen, and she's just like icebox she, she's man. Playing the NFL. Yeah, <laughs> sounds like a defensive end. <laughs> she's taking power forward way too literally. <laughs> wow. All right. Well. All right, Corey Benjamin's daughter, we're done with you. 
last but certainly not least, Brett Favre. Yeah, Brett. Scotty, I'll let you tee this one up. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, Brett Favre was paid uh, a total sum of $1.1 million by a um, the Mississippi Community Education Center, which is a nonprofit. They paid him $1.1 million to speak and help raise money for um, the Temporary Assistance for Needy Families program of Mississippi. So this is also, it's like one of the poorest states in the country. And he never helped raise any money or did any speaking engagements. So Brett Favre paid back $500,000 of it, but is also missing $228,000 in in interest. So the auditors passed it straight off to the the um the AG and they're probably going to have to they yeah, it's an embezzlement case. <laughs> It says it says they hired a private attorney to recoup the misspent money. Um, that's not that's not good. Brett Favre's going like full Enron. Yeah, guess he's gonna have to do more of those like copper seal commercials to help raise money for this. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. Oh man. All right, Brett Favre, we're done with you. Yeah, we done with you. We thought man, another one. Green Bay Packers are just like. Having a, <laughs> quarterbacks are having a tough time over there. Um, all right, moving on to in this date in Jabroni history. We've got two of them. Uh, first one is Andre Dawson. Yeah, in 1987, Andre Dawson, uh, as a member of the Cubs, became the first player from a last place team to win an MVP award. So, so let's get straight. We're not jabbernizing Andre Dawson. We're jabbernizing the other 24 players. On the team. <laughs> <laughs> when you're so good that even though your team came in last place, you win an MVP. That means no, nobody was doing much around you. Yeah. <laughs> how's that even, how is that even possible? I wonder what his like run to RBI ratio was last, that year. <laughs> it's like, and statistically proven on comics. It's the only time it's ever happened, right? Yeah. Only time. All right. And then... Um, even bigger jabroni than the 24 Chicago Cubs players. Yeah. Um, WWF, WWE owner, general manager, Vince McMahon. Yeah. In 1993, on this date in jabroni history, Vince McMahon <laughs> was charged with distributing steroids. November 18th. November 18th, 1993. Like, no shit. <laughs> Distributing steroids. It's like, wait, but like, why would the guy who's at the top of the organization, like, what an idiot. Ugh. <laughs> this man, big jabroni. Yeah, that's been, <laughs> that's been well documented over the years that The Rock was in WWF. <laughs> it's, it's widely known that he's a jabroni. Yeah. I mean, Until The Rock went corporate. Then. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, when he when he awards himself the Vincent Kennedy McMahon Entrepreneur of the Year Award every year, which he does do, he does do this. It's like it should say Vincent Kennedy McMahon Entrepreneur and Drug Dealer of the Year <laughs> Award. All right, Steroid Cartel of the Year. <laughs> All right, moving. Uh, you know, Jabroni History Month is just my favorite holiday. Yeah. of the year. Um, it's a celebration. Speaking of which, we'll get into our Hall of Fame inductee, Vontez Perfect. 
Vontez De Leon Perfect Jr. was born September 24, 1990 in Los Angeles, California. His father was a gang member and no narcotics dealer, and the two would never have a relationship. Perfect's mother was a city transit bus driver raising two boys on her own before remarrying and moving to Corona, California. Vontez played football at Corona Centennial High School. Perfect was part of a Corona Huskies team that won a state championship and was ranked second in the nation by USA Today. He was an outright five-star recruit, collecting All-American honors and dishing out vicious hits from his linebacker position. His mother told USA Today that a number of parents frequently came to her and asked her to tell her son not to hit their kids so hard. Foreshadowing as well. Yes, very much. Vontez had originally committed to play for the USC Trojans, but switched his choice to Arizona State on National Signing Day. In his freshman season, Burfecht took home the Pac-10 Conference Defensive Freshman of the Year honors, collecting 69 tackles, seven tackles for losses, and a pair of sacks. In October of his sophomore season, Burfecht was benched by coach Dennis Erickson. The reason given was Vontez's uncommonly high amount of personal foul penalties. In previous week, Perfect had caused a face mask penalty and then an unsportsmanlike conduct penalty to hand Stanford the win. Yeah. He'd win Pac-10 Defensive Player of the Year for 2010 and became ASU's first All-American since Terrell Suggs. T-Sizzle. Also, that's the same Dennis Erickson that was Chad Johnson's coach. So, there you go. Yeah. Well, yeah. And Arizona State, also where Jake Plummer went. We are tying it all together, man. All these legends have ties. <laughs> <laughs> Prior to his junior year, Perfect was one of the highest-ranked linebackers in the country, but recorded a mediocre season and a downright bad NFL Combine performance. He also failed his drug test. Red flags on and off the field led to Vontez going undrafted at the 2012 NFL Draft, but the Cincinnati Bengals would sign him to a three-year, $1.44 million contract with a $1,000 signing bonus and a pair of socks. Thousand dollars <laughs> in a pair of socks. People got that sitting on their ass last year. <laughs> I thought this was America. In his rookie year, Perfect was everywhere, recording 121 total tackles with two fumble recoveries, two passes deflected, and one sack. After week three of the, his second season, Vontez was fined $31,000 by the league for an illegal hit on a defenseless receiver and for intentionally striking an opponent in the groin. He'd finished the season with a massive 171 combined tackles. <laughs> I remember, it's funny because I remember uh, actually having heard of Vontez when we got him, you know, um, before the Bengals got him. It's like, man, we got it. We didn't even have to draft him, and we got him. We got this great linebacker. And you're only excited because you're a Bengals fan. You know, like, you'll take anything you can get, really. Yeah. Cause, but it was just like, I remember being so excited. I've never been so excited about them signing a rookie in free agency. And they knew what they got when they gave him a million-dollar contract. A guy who wasn't even drafted. They're like, here's a million dollars. So, Perfect opened the 2014 season by signing a new four-year, $19 million contract and then concussed himself in back-to-back weeks begin the season. <laughs> Later in 2014, Greg Olson and Cam Newton of the Carolina Panthers accused Vontez of intentionally trying to injure them by twisting their ankles on touchdowns they scored. Perfect was fined $25,000 by the league and would only make five starts due to injuries. 
After surgery to his knee in the offseason, Vontez rejoined the team on Halloween of 2015. After a late summer meeting with the Steelers, quarterback Ben Roethlisberger accused Burfecht of targeting his ankle and the linebacker would be fined $69,000. Nice. Absolutely. The Bengals would finish 12-4 in 2015 and would face the hated Steelers in the AFC wildcard round. With the Bengals leading 16-15, to Burfecht would commit a critical penalty for unnecessary roughness, throwing his shoulder into the helmet of a defenseless Antonio Brown, knocking him unconscious. Soon after, the NFL decided to suspend Vontez for the first three games of the 2016 season for repeated violations of player safety rules. In 2017, the Bengals extended Burfecht for a three-year, $32.5 million price tag. But it wasn't long before he was spending that extension on fines. <laughs> before the season began, Vontez was suspended for five games for a blindside block he made on Anthony Sherman of the Chiefs in a preseason game. <laughs> <laughs> like, cool down, man. In October 2017, Burfecht was fined $12,000 for kicking Steelers fullback Roosevelt Nix in the face mask during a meeting with the Steelers. Later that season, Vontez was ejected during a game against the Tennessee Titans for bumping into an official and a late hit on DeMarco Murray. That December, Juju Smith-Schuster laid out Vontez with an illegal peel-back block, concussing him and forcing him to be carted off the field. In March of 2018, Burfecht was suspended for the first four games of the season for using performance-enhancing drugs. <laughs> During week six of the 2018 season, Vontez again went out of his way in hitting Antonio Brown and during teammate Jesse Bates for the rest of the season in the process. Subsequently, he was fined $112,000 for hits on Brown and running back James Conner. In March of 2019, Perfect was released after seven seasons in black and orange. Ass hat. These hits, man. I remember Antonio Brown was never the same after that. I mean... He was like, he had never really had any problems really like with, you know, health or anything. And then all of a sudden it's like, he was just out of control. It's yeah. like, man, I don't know. I, at the time I felt like he, I wasn't sure if he actually hit him that hard or if he was kind of just being a shady stealer. But now I look at his behavior since then and I'm like, perfect. Really messed his life. Up. Really, really <laughs> rung his bell. Yeah. He screwed him up. Vontez was then signed to a one-year deal worth $5 million with the Oakland Raiders, who would only get four games out of him. In week four against the Colts, Perfect made a helmet-to-helmet hit on tight end Jack Doyle and was ejected from the game. The next day, the NFL suspended him for the remainder of the season without pay. NFL Vice President John Runyon stated that Perfect continued to, quote, flagr flagrantly abuse, end quote, player safety rules, despite numerous warnings. Since then, he has signaled that he plans to continue playing pro football, though no team has signed him. In his eight years, but only 77 total games, Vontaze Perfect holds one important record, the NFL's longest suspension for on-field mis misconduct. 22 games suspended, $5.3 in forfeited salary and fines, one legendary jabroni. One legendary jabroni, indeed. <laughs> What a story. Yeah. Imagine how much more money you'd have. <laughs> that dude was so talented. He really, really was. Really talented. But let's get back to that $1,000 signing bonus <laughs> to start his career. We're going to give you $1.4 million for three years. 
We'll give you 1,000 of it right now. <laughs> That's how much we believe that you can make it to the first game of the season. We're like, if you can make it three years, we'll give you a million. But right now, yeah, we, we, we're willing to give you 1,000 to walk away right now. Yeah, I mean, he was a beast. He was really, really a beast. I mean, Very like, talented player. I, you can look up his, like, um, his scouting card. And it's impressive. I mean, he was coming out of high school. He was 6'2", 245, um, just crushing crushing people. So, of course, yeah, a lot of that was illegal hits. He tar- he liked to target with the helmet, but he liked any- to hit dirty in any possible way. I mean, he just turned 31. Yeah. But, yeah, nobody's, nobody's ringing his bell. Yeah. Legendary Jabroni. Yep, absolutely. Welcome, Vontez Perfect. <laughs> All right, without further ado, hit me with that scoreboard stumper answer. All right, so there was a brawl between the Bearcats and the and the, the sorry the UC Bearcats and the Xavier Jabroni Musketeers. History Month is so violent. <laughs> yeah, it's very violent. There was a bench clearing brawl in a basketball game between UC and Xavier. Um, I wanted to know what year did that incident happen that made the Crosstown Shootout changed its name to the Crosstown Classic or whatever bullshit <laughs> for three years. Um, was it 2009, 2011, or 2013? I said nine. It was 2011. 2011. So Xavier, it says Xavier ranked number eight in the country, handily beat the Bearcats 76 to 53, but the focus of the game was a bench clearing brawl that resulted in game ending with 9.4 seconds left on the clock. And subsequent, yeah. The Bearcats suspended four players, and the Muskies suspended four players each for one game. Yeah, it was a crazy time. It was a crazy time. The Crosstown Shootout is a Cincinnati classic. Mm -hmm. Skyline Chili, Crosstown Shootout. Yeah. Got to go get the basketball and everything. Yeah, you know. All right. But yeah. So so we're done with you, Stumper Answer. (laughs) (laughs) Jabroni Stumper Answer. Uh, All right, moving on to church. Thoughts and prayers to the family of um, World Series champion, former Boston Red Sox, Julio Lugo. Yeah. And he was uh, 45 years old and just young, out of the blue, passed away. Um, a heart attack at 45. It's unfortunate. So thoughts and prayers to... Everyone related to Julio Lugo. Yeah. Um, the one on the sh- uh, shampoo. Shampoo. Shampoo is Cam Newton. Yeah. Who he might be, after doing shampoo, he might be close to um, hitting for the cycle on Legends of Sports Ball. Yeah. <laughs> but at no point would Cam Newton be a flex seal to me. <laughs> really? I feel like he might have been one last year or at some point. Mm. Or we just started it. I think I think because both of us are closet Patrick Patriots fans so that I just feel like we might have I feel like we might have done it when he came to the Patriots, but I'm not sure. But yeah, um Cam Newton. Uh yeah. he Shampoo. he made his Carolina Panther return. His redebut. Helping yeah, his redebut, helping lead to an upset of the fantastic Arizona Cardinals. Yeah. With two touchdowns, one rushing, one passing, and a limited role. He wasn't even the starting quarterback, but no. he was part of their like goal line offense and he killed it. Yeah, he really uh 
It's really good to see him back. It's good to see him like happy playing football. And you know, Cam's a special talent, and it's really been fun to watch him over the years. And I wish him nothing but the best. So, shampoo to you, do. Yeah. Shampoo. You, bro. All right. So, don't forget to subscribe to our weekly podcast and check out our other episodes available on iHeartRadio, Spotify, Apple, and more. Follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Legends of Sportsball. You can also find us on Twitter at L Sportsball. That's at the letter L Sportsball. Tune in next week when we induct Lyle Alzado as part of our Thanksgiving special and the finale of Jabroni History Month. Following that, we will be unveiling our League of Legends as well as a new holiday special. And then we'll be handing out golden peaches at the Sporties. We're the Sporties! Yeah! My favorite. So, thank you once again for listening to Legends of Sports Ball. May the sports be with you. Always. Always.